What's up? My name is Dwayne Jones. I'm an artist and a designer and the founder of a lifestyle brand called Art Pays Me. And this is the Art Pays Me podcast. I love talking to creative people about their business, their successes, their challenges, and how they make the world a better place with their work. Let's get into it. Welcome to Art Pays Me. Today, we have Letitia Frazier. So Letitia, what is it that you do? Um, I am a visual artist. Uh, I mainly paint, I currently mainly paint portraiture um, on uh, textile. That's currently what I'm doing. Okay, and you, you're currently based in Halifax? Yeah, 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 based in Halifax. Okay, so it's interesting. I, I was doing a little bit of uh, research on you and I, I was a little surprised when I found out that you actually painted on textiles. I thought that you were, had been painting the backgrounds all that time. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Most people do. Yeah. I, um, yeah, I sew them together myself uh, with uh, scraps of whatever fabric I have and, um, uh, sometimes I'll find them at like Value Village or thrift stores or I'll use whatever I have around the house, sew them together and um, yeah, then paint on top of them. Trying to, I guess, pay homage to my grandmother who was really resourceful and um, did the same, but, you know, for uh, warmth with her family. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. You're, you're really um, having that conversation of, of, of art versus craft and bringing them Mm -hmm. together in a way how deliberate are you in terms of the patterns that you choose are you kind of just like random with it like use an instinct or do you have a meticulous plan typically um it is kind of random but I draw a lot of inspiration from the uh traditional older quilts um so uh so my, like I, again, like my grandmother and some other women from her time, uh, this would have been like the, I would say the sixties or like maybe fifties or so. Uh, they were just piecing pieces of fabric together at that point and they didn't really have patterns. And it was a bit of a big deal when some women did have patterns and then they would share the patterns. Um, so I tried to just for my first uh, show, just be random with them. Um, and then as time went on, just try to be, uh, just try to keep it on the traditional side of quilt making and stick to the traditional patterns mostly. Right. And this, this tradition is something taken from North Preston where you're, you're from North Preston originally? Yeah. Yeah. So I grew up in Halifax, uh, okay. but my mother's side of the family is from North Preston where I spend, you know, if I wasn't in Halifax and I was, you know, in North Preston. Ah, okay. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so um, this is interesting because I'm starting to see like parallels between the birth of hip hop and mm-hmm. uh, this quote making process where you t- they've been taking these the stuff that existed but creating yeah. something new with it. So um, as an artist, how have you been dealing with the, the pandemic and all of that, the changes there? Um. 
Yeah, I don't know. The, the pandemic, um, in terms of shows, it definitely uh, changes things a bit because uh, it things are more virtual now, um, just obviously for safety. Um, so it's like you have to think of how this can be displayed if the public is allowed to see and stuff like that. And then you have to think about um, like a plan B of if the public can't, uh, you know, <laughs> how do we go about showing this uh, and making it accessible um, to everyone? So those are, I think, the only things that I'm, I guess, struggling with at the moment. Mm. Yeah. 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 So, um, yeah, that's, it's interesting. Have you uh, played with the idea of virtual galleries and all that kind of stuff? I've seen some people do stuff like that. Yeah, yeah. So I uh, currently have a, a group show on right now at the AGNS and uh, called Family Patterns. And there's a virtual uh, showing of the show available. Um, so, I mean, it's great because, you know, people from all over can see it, um, not just everyone, anyone that's local. But um, yeah, gives that opportunity. So, yeah, I was actually going to dig into that later, but I'll, I'll I'll talk about it now, but like, sure. how did it feel to get a show at Art Gallery of Nova Scotia? Um, uh, pretty cool. I actually didn't register it until I was there recently. <laughs> um, and everything was up and like the paintings were there because they purchased um, two of my paintings. And uh, so when I got there, uh, uh, recently, I was just walking around. I was like, this is a big deal. <laughs> like, yeah, <laughs> this is actually a really big deal. And I was standing next to the work that they purchased. And I was like, this is in like, history forever. Like it's, you know, like they bought these. So yeah. I just was, I took me a really long time to process that even when I was approached, I was like, okay, cool. Like it was like any other thing. But you know, <laughs> now I'm like, whoa, this is actually, you know, anyway, so do you find yeah. that, do you find like that with, with some of this stuff, like, you know, you get an award or you get featured in a publication or something like that. Mm -hmm. uh, in the beginning, it was like, oh, this is my big moment. But yeah. then nothing really happens as much. So you kind of just <laughs> get in your, you know, keep going mood or mode. So yeah. you don't get, is that what happens? You think? Um. Sometimes, I mean, you notice little uh, moments, like just recently, I so I did this a few interviews um, and I was featured in some magazines and uh, this would, would have been like a year or two ago. And someone just was like, hey, I saw your work in, you know, X magazine. And I was like, oh, wow, <laughs> like, okay. <laughs> I had to come and check you out. So, you know, like, like, I guess it comes in little waves where, you know, but you just keep keep going at it again, you know? Yeah. 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 I, I've had that situation where like the first time I, or not the first, but maybe the first few times you just think, mm -hmm. uh, Oh, I made it. I, I don't need to, to work as hard anymore. <laughs> like stuff's just going to start yeah. coming to me and it yeah. just doesn't. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's not as, I think not as big as you, you know, originally think, but it's, it's always nice to get out there, get yourself out there. Absolutely. Yeah. So, um, were your, did your family like support you as, as an artist? Like, is this something you always thought you wanted to be as a kid or did you have other aspirations? 
Yeah, no, this was this was it. I um, I was I. Oh, anytime someone would ask me, I would say I want to be an artist. Um, my mother uh, works for recreation, but she was a very uh, and still is a very creative person. Um, and uh, so she would put me in a lot of uh, like little craft classes. Um, I took a few classes at NASCAD. Um, and she saw that I was good at it. Like she saw that I was good at it. So she just started to like really nurture that and, and really feed that um, part of me. Um, but my uncle also is an artist. So I was kind of surrounded by artists anyway. And I just was like, once I saw that this was something that, that I was like really decent at and I loved it, I just kind of, you know, ran with it and, and they continue to be very supportive. Nice, nice. Yeah. Uh, so speaking of NASCAD, we have that in common. We both went to NASCAD. Oh, nice. Uh, yeah. Um, so you were an artist before you went to NASCAD. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Just checking out, like, you, you, you know, you were doing your thing. Like, how did um, getting that formal education change things for mm -hmm. you? Or did it change anything as far as your perspective as an artist or, or anything like that? Yeah. Um, I think I would say that it expanded my knowledge of like the art world because before I was just so I, I would say that I'm like self taught with drawing, but I'm taught formally, I guess, with painting. And there's a whole world with painting where I was I wasn't I didn't know that there was so much to the art world. And so uh, going to NASCAD really expanded my mind or expanded my, I guess, yeah. Um, my view of art, I had no idea that it was so big. And then I had some teachers introduce me to um, some African-American artists that really inspired me. So uh, that was just like fuel to the fire. I was like really inspired after that. And uh, I don't think I would have gotten that outside of NASCAD. Interesting. So um, even with access to the internet, you find mm -hmm. that like maybe uh you were insular in in the way your your practice was going like yeah i mean i was so like i said like my mother worked uh like i said in recreation and so mainly yeah. in recreation it's just craft right so ah. i just was looking at in the a craft uh perspective and uh and then then i just wanted to draw for like therapeutic reasons so um I also wouldn't have gone to the art gallery of Nova Scotia back then because there's certain like a feeling of like uh, places that I don't know I just didn't really feel like I belonged there or even art other art gallery spaces it just felt like some place that I you know didn't belong so um, like I said that once I went to NASCAD that all kind of changed. Mm, mm. Interesting. Um, and like seeing those your your instructors and introducing you to those african-american yeah. artists you yeah. saw like oh this is possible <laughs> right right yeah. right um how did you find your experience as a black uh, artist in in nasked and particularly mm -hmm. an african nova scotian black yeah. uh, artist yeah it was interesting um I, anytime people ask me about my experience at NASCAD, I, I always say that like I loved, I will never say that I had any issues or problems um, just because I, without it, like NASCAD really helped me out. Um, I found what I was 
you know, supposed to be doing there. Uh, and I did meet a lot of teachers who were really amazing, really amazing instructors. Um, but yeah, there were, <laughs> there were like, you're also like alone. There's not that many other black <laughs> people. <laughs> yeah. You probably know what I'm talking Yeah. There's like no one else and any other uh, women that were there, any other uh, black women that were there. And, and some of them were Scotian. They would be in uh, the fashion department, which is like on the whole other side that, you know, isn't really near where I was, which I was in the painting section. Um, you know, we're, we're really spread apart. And then, uh, yeah, there's, I don't know, less community space there for us to just like gather. Um, so yeah, it was interesting. Mm -hmm. I, yeah, I'll just leave it there. <laughs> <laughs> what about you? I guess I should ask, <laughs> how was your experience there? Uh, so I, I graduated quite a few years before you did. So I'm sure oh, okay. it was also different too. I graduated back in 2004. Um, yeah. So, um, yeah, it was the same thing. But then, you know, I was a foreigner as well too. So I was oh, okay. adjusting to the culture of Nova Scotia. Oh, okay. Period. Okay. Yeah. Um, I I think when I first got there, I would, and I, I'm the same way. Like I would never say I didn't love it. I would never yeah. say that. Um, my experience there didn't contribute greatly to who I am today mm. and where I am today because it yeah. did. Like I, I don't know where I would be without that. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but like at the same time, there was that like, oh, yeah. um, they, they don't. The and I'm not necessarily talking about the the instructors per se, but mm -hmm. there's this culture that didn't understand me and. Yeah. Uh, sometimes the students didn't understand. Yeah. So when your, your work's getting critiqued, <laughs> you know, sometimes people are critiquing it from this mm -hmm. very uh, uh, Eurocentric perspective that yes. is rooted in a certain type of modernism, I guess you could say. I, I'm not sure what the perspective is, but it was something that looked very much down on mm -hmm. what my community would have seen as a good thing Exactly. Uh, yeah. you know you grow up uh, having a certain style of art put on the pedestal and then you go to school and they're like not as trash so yeah, yeah. um you then you have to try to figure out where you fit uh, mm -hmm. in there um yeah so that's why i i was thinking it's interesting with you like you know going into that um You've, you've really doubled down in, in your culture and your yeah. familial experience and incorporating yeah. that into your art. I, I um, had to, I would say for like survival, just to get out of there, to be quite honest. Um, I, I was like, I'm, I wasn't, I felt lost for a while. Hmm. And then I was like, I really have to do what makes me happy. And so I started to focus on my community and I started to focus on myself. And that is what was like, once I found that, and then I was strategic with the teachers that I chose um, on the last going out. And that's what saved me as well. <laughs> mm. Yeah. Got you. Yeah. Got you. I, I wish I was as um, uh, deliberate, I guess, when I was there, I, I was so, but I, I was, I was also, you know, 
just in party mode at the same time. Okay. So I, I wasn't, <laughs> I, you know, I was, serious, I was serious, but I was also like partying. So okay. I, I, you know, I, I didn't necessarily make as, um, the smartest choices in, in my class selection. Sometimes it was just, like, oh. well, I think I want to do that. Yeah. I'll, 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 I'll do that. Okay. Um, uh, but um, no, I, I, I get it. I, I, and I actually um, applaud you for, for doing that because you could easily get disillusioned on like, unfortunately I've seen some black creatives mm. in the design world and, and the fine arts side leave the industry yeah. because they just feel like there's no place for me yeah. here. Exactly. Yeah. I understand that. I was very yeah. close to that. Yeah. Mm -hmm. mm. Yeah. Um, and one thing that I, uh, I was always weary of though, and it, it reminds me of maybe how sometimes we participate in white supremacy accidentally or unintentionally, but mm -hmm. I try to avoid being pigeonholed into quote black stuff. Mm -hmm. um, and it wasn't until later that I was like, but that's my identity. That's who yes. I am. I can't, <laughs> exactly. like, you know, I'm trying to appeal to this European standard. Why? Who says mm -hmm. this is better? Yeah, um, exactly. Uh, yeah. So uh, that said, um, you're involved with the the um, Black Artist Network of Nova Scotia. Did you get involved with that before school or after school? How did you get involved with them? Uh, before, um, I was in beforehand, um, I am familiar with uh, uh, the founder of it, uh, David Woods. Um, uh, he's a family friend, so he uh, noticed in me early that I had, uh, I was, you know, uh, good at drawing and everything. So he would um, uh, ask me to be a part of some shows, uh, some little group shows that he would have for like youth and stuff like that. and. Um, so yeah, I've been a part of bands for, um, for a while, a long time. Oh, okay. Yeah. It's something that I've considered looking into. I haven't, uh, yeah, quite definitely. reached out yet. Yeah, you should. Yeah. Um, and, uh, I also saw that you did some mural painting with the, the kids at uh, St. George's Youth Net. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That was, yeah, that was a really fun experience. That was my first ever mural. Um, but uh, the kids were really awesome. I worked with them uh, in the uh, picking out like what should go in the mural and then uh, the painting. Uh, I did like the design and then I drew it on there and then they helped me, you know, fill everything in with the colors and uh, yeah, they chose the colors and everything. So yeah, it was really, it was, uh, I've never collaborated in general, but to have you know, to collaborate with a bunch of kids was a really fun experience. Huh. Yeah, and they must have loved it because they to see a, an actual thing that they had to they got to create come to life like that. Yeah. That's, that's cool. Yeah, yeah. They had a really fun time. How did that differ from what you normally do in terms of see, I've never done a mural before, but part mm -hmm. of me wants to, but I'm also scared because yeah. like, <laughs> that size. Uh, yeah. Uh, do you were you concerned that um you know you're gonna step back and realize that the proportions were all out of whack or did you <laughs> yeah. like do some math to, to make sure that didn't happen yeah I used uh that was one of my main concerns um I paint pretty large anyway so I was 
and I prefer painting large. So I wasn't too much too far out of my comfort zone. Um, but the scale, I was like, oh my God, like if I mess this up. <laughs> um, so I had to be really particular and I was like, I had so many apps and like so many, you know, things to help me like make sure that everything was in line. And so when I, um, uh, yeah, when I had it, um, uh, when I, like, cause I did, I used like a grid system. And so once I put it all there, everything just flowed together really well. It was a lot of prep work, I'll say that much. It was a lot of prep work before I started. Okay. Yeah. And I'm I'm completely ignorant. So do, for the, that kind of painting, do you have to like buy traditional outdoor paint or do you, mm -hmm. is there like regular, like actual artist paint specifically for that kind of thing? Yeah, so you can use uh, outdoor paint. Um, Some people use spray paint. I'm not familiar with that. So I just use what I knew. And um, I, again, did a lot of research on that as well. And I found a acrylic paint that, um, uh, that you can use outside. And I mean, uh, most acrylic paints you can use outside because it's essentially just like plastic, like liquid plastic. Mm -hmm. um, but over time, like some, some wear down and, or the sun or whatever will change the colors. And so you want to find a paint that actually um, won't wear down as much. And so, yeah, did a bit of, did a bit of research. Cool, cool. Yeah. yeah, maybe I'll find a wall somewhere that I can play with. Yeah, just practice, <laughs> test it out. <laughs> uh, so um, what does Letitia do for fun? Um, so I guess there's uh, two answers to that. So the, the first would be, because I'm very introverted, um, <laughs> just like sitting at home and like vegging. Uh, watching TV is <laughs> like fun to me. Uh, hikes by myself. I <laughs> feel <laughs> <laughs> um, you. Yeah, I love that. That's that's so much fun for me. Um, but uh, I do. I was born into a very large extended family, so um, there is an extroverted side of me where I just love to, you know, do all of the same stuff, but with my family or other friends outside of there. Uh, outside of that and uh yeah any anything that you know is 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 fun i'm i'm down to try or do so mm -hmm. yeah so what are you watching right now right now oh uh the new uh uh cowboy bebop that came out i love <sighs> it. I, I know it's it's actually pretty decent i'm re-watching the uh anime again um mm -hmm. but i i love i actually do like the um the uh yeah the newer version i've been well. meaning to check it and i i keep wanting to and never get to it no it's really good huh mm. okay did you uh see that um kevin hart true story thing no no i did want to see it the trailer looks really good i was like this this is uh yeah really intense for kevin hart but i actually yeah i'm looking forward to it yeah, I watched it. It's better than I thought it would be, and it's oh, not really? funny. It's it's intense. It's pretty pretty like dramatic. So yeah. Huh. Okay, I'll have to try it out. Yeah. Mm. Um. So you mentioned like some of those African American artists. Like, is yeah. there one in particular that stood out for you? Um, uh, Kadir Nelson is probably the main one that I um am the most uh, inspired by. 
there are other, like there's a few uh, that I could name off that uh, really inspired like a lot of my work. Uh, Intijeka Akinili Crosby is one of the main ones. But Kadir Nelson, I really loved his, he focuses, he does illustration, which I want to do as well. Uh, but then he also does these like really beautiful fine artworks. Um, and a lot of his work is based around like black history. Um, and that's largely what I want to focus on as well. Um, uh, but more so African, you know, Nova Scotian history. Mm-hmm. And uh, so that's kind of like, I'm <laughs> watching him be like, okay, how can I like, <laughs> you know, uh, be kind of similar, but in my own way. Got you. Yeah. Got you. Um, do, there is someone whose work actually comes to mind when I see yours sometimes. Mm-hmm. Uh, Kehinde Wiley. Have, yeah. has, has someone ever said that to you before? Yeah, yeah. That's the, He was one of the ones that I really, um, uh, I love his uh, portraiture. It's just, it's gorgeous. Um, you know, I, yeah, definitely look up to him a lot as well. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. How do you, um, I had this conversation, conversation with, um, uh, actually my mentee, I, I'm going to have him on the show soon, Bo Manaji, and okay. he, uh, is interested in portraiture, but, mm-hmm. um, also, but he also said that something interesting about, uh, maybe black portraits. And, and I've found this as myself because I like portraits as well. Yeah. not necessarily being they're not necessarily being as much of a market for that here did you are you finding that or are you not necessarily concerned with the local market no not really um that's interesting i was just having a conversation about that um but yeah no so when i was at nascad uh i found that um like uh, when i was in 19th century history um i was just looking at how like a lot of these artists, like a lot of these greats started out with portraiture. Mm. And then you can see in the European sense, how it kind of uh, transformed over time, how art transformed over time Mm -hmm. for them. But we've never really had that before. Mm -hmm. So this is like the beginning of us, you know, making our work. Um, And so I really like portraiture um, and I think it's important. I think that's why we're, you know, doing it right now. Um, I don't necessarily, I think, I think to say that I don't care about it maybe sound rude, but I think it's (laughs) important. It's important that we have portraiture right now, especially I think in Nova Scotia. Um, Yeah. Portraiture speaks to things that say abstract can't, Uh right? So I'm not necessarily thinking about um, what's going to sell, but more so like what I feel, um, how I feel my people should be represented or how they need to be seen um, as opposed to doing other things, I guess. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I love that. And I, I actually have never thought about it that way before because, you know, I studied 19th century history, art history as well. Yeah. And that, there does seem to be it when you look at a lot of um, black artists that are getting attention right now, mm-hmm. portraiture seems to be definitely a, a, um, a commonality, yeah. um, but it's like, yeah, it's all of us saying we want to see ourselves. We want to exactly. see what, you know, <laughs> exactly. and us in everyday situations, not, not exactly. necessarily doing great, 
you know, wonderful things like, exactly. you know. And we have control of that narrative, right? Yeah. 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 Us painting us. Um, exactly. Is, is um, it's just needed. And yeah, and it, it would be very cool to see what happens, like you said, like as, mm. as that evolves, as we yep. have more Black artists and, and more uh, history and we just say, hey, look, um, now we evolve into this next phase of, of exactly. creativity. What, uh, yeah, that would be What cool. does that look like? What does that look like? Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, cool. And uh, so are you currently, like you've had some solo shows, are you currently represented by a gallery? Uh, no, no. I had a gallery reach out, but I, yeah, no, <laughs> not yet. Hmm. Yeah. Is that something you're interested in or are you more interested in independence? Yeah. So that's why I was hesitant. Um, Cause I don't know yet. Um, yeah. I'm still, I guess, thinking about that. It's not that I'm not, you know, um, for or against it at all. Mm -hmm. um, I'm just, I guess, uh, not sure yet. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Got you. Mm -hmm. um, that said, like you said, you're not as focused on the like uh, market side of things and, and all of that. Um, do you find pricing your work a challenge? <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah. I mean, they teach us in school how to do it, but uh, as you uh, gain notoriety or, you know, whatever, there's certain, like you obviously have to, I don't know, there's that feeling of, it's it's a I guess it's a weird feeling of as a black person like I don't know if it's this is like this internalized thing where it's like who do you think you are pricing your work for this much you know what I mean um but then I end I end up underselling myself because of that right so yeah yeah it's, I, it's interesting I, it's an interesting uh uh, thing to think about, but uh, I'm trying to let go of that mentality or that feeling. Uh, I know exactly what you're talking about. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, because you know, uh, when, when yeah, if you you've been studying the 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 art world, you know what some of these paintings are selling yes, for. Exactly. And <laughs> and then people are like trying to buy them from you for like fifty dollars a hundred dollars and yeah. you're like yo <laughs> my canvas costs two hundred dollars exactly and, and it, it's interesting too because so for instance i had a, a guy approach me he was what are you selling your work for and i told him and uh he was like oh well that's low and but he buys art right and he was like mm -hmm. that's low and i was like well you know maybe i should be you know pricing my work more but then I'm balancing between I want my work to be accessible to my people as well so how do I balance that out right I had someone yeah. approach me for a portrait they were like hey uh, can you if I you know uh commission you can you paint me and I was like yeah but then I'm thinking like I'm kind of expensive so then like how do I but I want to for her you know what I mean so mm -hmm. it's a uh, it's 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 you know odd but I gotta pay the bills, so <laughs> I gotta. Yeah. I find ways to uh, to make it work. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I've mm -hmm. I've had that challenge in my graphic design work too, where mm -hmm. I want to work with um, certain black organizations or black people will reach out to me and want to you know want me to work on something for them, and I'm like, 
well, this is what I charge. Yeah. Um, but then it's like, at the same time, like, um, I don't want to just give my talent to white corporate interests. Yeah. yeah. Whatever the case may exactly. be. <laughs> um, and, and I've seen other artists say that about their, their work. Like, it's, it's interesting that you see some of these um, bigger names and the only people that can really afford their work are people that don't look like us. And exactly. Um, yeah, it, when when we're making work for our own people, but our own people aren't able to have access to it, it it creates mm-hmm. this weird this weird dynamic that um, yeah, how do you yeah. how do you address? Uh, yeah. But I think it's also a Scotian thing too. Like it is, it is a, uh, you know, it is something that is a reality for the majority of my people, like in my community, but also Scotia can't really like, there are many people here, you know, to afford my work. So it's like, I think I would probably make, um, you know, I would sell a lot more if I moved somewhere else, um, unfortunately, but yeah. Yeah. So yeah. With that said, um, would you say that that's one of the the challenges in in your creative pursuit? Because you seem like you don't have problems with ideas. No, no, no. Um, it's not really a, a challenge. I again, I just keep I just keep to. Uh, I think the moment that I shifted, that it becomes less about art and more about. Um, a job like it's like a job like I'm paying my bills and I'm not being creative anymore so I just keep I just spoke to the creative part of it mm-hmm. yeah okay so yeah so so that said I guess um I <laughs> this is okay I just had a brain like my brain went in a completely different direction okay it just it reminded me also of being back in school and I hate to like keep beating up school because like, <laughs> no, I, said, okay. I really love NASCAD. Yeah. But like it did remind me of like being in school and having that I hit a point where I was like, this this ain't fun anymore. This no. is like this is work. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um yeah, which which makes it even more annoying when like you have to think about it, it's the um, worst to not like your work <laughs> on top of having like certain students just critique or not understand your work. I don't know. It's a bit much. So, yeah. Yeah. I understand. <laughs> yeah. Um, so what would you say is a challenge that you face? Mm. Um, I always want to be careful with how I treat uh, the figures or the models in the work. Um, I think that's something I'm it's a bit of a challenge uh, for me. I think I just want to portray them properly um, in a way that they deserve. I think that's, I'm always really, um, yeah. It's like something I always think about is how, how should they be portrayed? How can I portray them in the best way possible? Uh, in the truest, I should say the truest way possible um, yeah, I would say that that's a, that, that in, and the 
the financial part of it, those are the two, I think, challenging mm -hmm. parts of it. Mm -hmm. Okay. Mm. Yeah. Do you ever get um, to a point where you think, uh, okay, so I'm getting back into the market bit, basically. Okay. And, yeah. and I'm looking at, like, when I look at my own art, for instance, when I'm trying to figure out how I fit into this whole conversation as an artist, mm -hmm. um, sometimes I'm all over the place. And I, I question if that's a good thing or if that's a bad thing. Mm. Um, you seem to have a very specific idea of who you are, like this idea of, of the artist statement and, and mm -hmm. what you want to say. Do you ever feel the urge to stray from that? Mm -hmm. um, as of right now, no. Um, but being an artist and being a creative, of course, yeah. Like there's always things that I want to do. Um, but I try to find ways that I can get that out of my system. Um, like right now, I think if anything, the pandemic has kind of helped me do that because it, it, it provided like stillness in a sense. So um, yeah, I, yeah, start to look into other ways that I can express myself. Um, and, uh, but yeah, I think for right now, I'm content with, like, I think that it's necessary for me to keep doing the work that I'm doing. When I feel like that isn't the case, then I would, I feel like I would definitely shift that. Cause then again, then it starts to feel like uh, a job. It's not fun anymore. Like it's not as enjoyable. So, yeah. Well, I'm glad that you're still having fun with it. That's oh, yeah, for sure. That's good to hear. Um, so, if there's one piece of advice you would give an artist, what is that advice? You're still considered. Are you still considered an emerging artist at this point? Or I think you... I think so. Yeah, like okay. yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, I think any advice I would give is to find something that people need um maybe speak to something that people need uh if you can that's something that you can connect to or relate to on a deep level and and uh speak to that i guess um sometimes people don't know what to do or they just have no uh idea where to even begin and that's kind of you know where i started like i said at nascot i was like i don't even know I just looked at myself and was like, what would I want? You know, well, I don't see any black people on, you know, AGNS and now there are, right? So, mm -hmm. you know. You create um, what you want to see in, this, in the earth. I like yeah. that. Mm. So um, what's next for you? Is there anything that um, you want to promote? I know you've got the, the show at the art gallery right now. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah, I guess that 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 is the show, Family Patterns, with uh, me and uh, Dr. C. Bernhardt. Um, and uh, Nelson White is also uh, part of the show um, as well. Um, uh, not a part of ours, I should say. His one is um, on the uh, other side. All beautiful work. I think it all works really well together. Um, I have some shows coming up uh, next year. I, I'll say just check out my website uh, and the yeah. events just to see like when they are. Yeah. Cool. So what is your website? 
Uh, it's just my name, LeticiaFraser.com. Okay. And uh, any any other place that people can find you that you want to share or just uh, send them to the website? Yeah. So um, uh, Instagram, I'm at New Scotland Black. And Facebook is also New Scotland Black. Uh, and uh, yeah, I do have a Twitter. I don't use it that much. But I think that's just Leticia Fraser underscore. Yeah. All right, cool. Um, so Leticia, thank you very much for doing Art Pays Me. Uh, been cool figuring out what you what you up to and what you're doing. Actually, do you have any um, pieces in progress right now? Yeah, I have some work that I have to, I'm developing and a few commissions that I'm doing right now. Okay, so you, you paint like multiple things all at once? um yeah sometimes it really depends <laughs> it really depends <laughs> okay okay yeah cool actually uh I'm, I'm supposed to be ending the interview but i'm like more things are popping into my head okay. you you work in acrylic primarily no oil i worked first in but um some of the uh, mediums just i'm really sensitive to now so i've had to shift into um acrylic uh i'm enjoying it but i do miss oil uh yeah okay, mm -hmm. uh, okay. cool mm -hmm. all right well thanks for doing our page me and uh we'll be in touch all right thank you so much for having me thank you for listening to our page me thank you to langy beats for the theme music you can find more of his music on youtube if you got anything out of this please rate review or leave a comment on whatever platform you're listening you can find out more about Art Pays Me at artpaysme.com or you can hit me up on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, and Clubhouse. I'm at Art Pays Me on all of those platforms. With that, we're out. Peace.